Okay, so if you've got a promise you're headed toward, if you have a mountain you want to climb, if you have a victory that you have your eyes set on, I just got one word for you today, baby. You ain't going like that. You see, this was when I was in high school and it was the 80s. And if you're an 80s girl like me, you know, you know how amazing the 80s were. Like the music, you had punk rock. Yeah, I mean, it was just, you had like um, the, the, what is the hair bands you had? It was great. And so I love 80s music, but I also love 80s culture and what that meant is i dressed like the 80s and i lived the 80s like if it was you know putting like safety pins through your ears and tearing your sleeves off so you could have that look like that industrial look or the short 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 skirts you know what i'm talking about uh the fishnet hose the madonna bracelets the madonna crinkled up hair like all that all that I basically embodied the 80s. And so many times, I, I can't even I can't even count how many times, but on a regular basis, I would get dressed. And like the, like you don't just get dressed. Like in the 80s, you didn't just get dressed for school. And if you understand, if you're an 80s girl, you understand this. Like I would wake up an hour and a half um ahead of time before we left an hour and a half before we left for school so that i could get adequately ready and that meant i had the hot rollers i went through at least eight to ten ounces of hairspray um i made sure that the rips in my mini skirt were accentuated by the black bracelets i wore all the way down my forearm I had the eyeliner and when I mean, when I say eyeliner, I mean using up the entire eyeliner on my eyes, the lashes, the blush, the lipstick, the sparkles, oh, the sparkles, like I couldn't get enough sparkles and the earrings and the flipped up collars, you know, maybe the vest, maybe your vest is ripped up too. So it's a little bit of punk rock, a little bit of edge so much time getting ready. Like there was an art form to this. Okay. It was, it's like, 
it was it was a science to get ready in the morning to spend enough Here's time the making question. yourself look How all are these average up everyday so moms like make it, like, getting radical results in their lives ugly. like you how had are they able the, to transform their like, health um, money families the, homes john hughes and have fun doing john hughes movies the tricks where you had a little bit of punk rock we're not average I'm uh, Hannah Keeley, and I'm, I'm going like to spill our secrets and answer uh, your questions yeah. right so, now in that mom yes, show. Neon everything, the 80s rock, like, yeah, it was a production. It was a production. And so I spent all this time getting ready for school. Probably at least two to three days a week. I would walk out of my bedroom and when I mean walk out, I mean I'd open the door to the bedroom and the fumes would start pouring out like a thick fog. The aerosol hairspray, the gel of oh, the gel that you had to put in your hair to make it all crinkly, you know, the perfume, all that stuff. So I would walk out and before I could walk through the front door to get in the car, my dad would two, three days a week, he would say, Hannah, you ain't going like that. <laughs> and I could fight him and I could pout and I could stomp my feet. I'm sorry. I could stomp my combat boots with my fishnet hose and my leather mini skirt. All I wanted. But when my daddy said something, he meant it. And I knew as soon as that phrase came out of his mouth, you ain't going like that. And meant go back to your room, switch some stuff up, take off half of that makeup, uh, replace the, you know, the leather mini that just barely covers your butt cheek with something a little longer because you ain't going like that. At least two, three days a week. I would hear this. You ain't going like that. And I would be so upset because like that was work. Like it took work to look like that. And now I had to go change everything. Bummer. But here's what I'm telling you. You have got a dream in your heart. You have got a goal and you've got an anointing that God has breathed into you. I believe that you wouldn't be listening to me if you didn't. Like we probably wouldn't have that much in common. Like let's face it. Like we wouldn't. You'd be listening to some other podcast that just gripes about stuff or, or whatever you, is that you can find them, <laughs> but you wouldn't be listening to me right now. If you didn't believe that God has greatness for you, like he has greatness in store for you. And here's, here's the deal. When you're going to then that, that next place, when you're go, stepping into that abundant life, when you're, when you're just pushing and pushing and almost about to break into your freedom, you're going to get kicked back. And a lot of times that frustration, the strain, the fear, the anxiety is so loud that we can't hear the promise of God. And when we listen to that fear, it will push us back to that place where we were when we've been when we're so close to a breakthrough and you can be so close to a breakthrough and say, you know, I just, I'm tired. I'm tired of the fight. I'm tired of the stress. I'm tired of this living by faith thing. I'm done. And then you lose your ground and you're right back where you started. 
But what I'm telling you is if you have a desire in your heart, if you have a dream in your heart, you ain't going like that. You ain't going like that. Not the way you are right now. Because see, your life right now is merely a manifestation of what you believe in your heart about your life. So you've already believed to this point or else you wouldn't be living here. The money in your bank, your home, the stress um, or the lack of stress, the peace in your family, the unity, the, uh, your health, whatever it is. You've manifested that through your belief system because we create the life that we truly believe we can live. So you already got to that point, but I believe there's another point. Like God is all expansive and he's always getting us to expand. And so what God is saying is like, girl, like it's time to go to the next level, but you ain't going like that. You're not strong enough yet. You're not patient enough yet. You're not um, committed enough yet. You're not disciplined enough yet. You're not humble enough yet. And God is telling you, look, I want to take you to that next level. God wants to take you to that, that next level. It brings him joy to bring you joy. Like that is what our father, our, you are a mom. And don't you love most bringing your children joy? Like, and that's, that's our God. He loves to bring us joy. And he loves it when we're promoted and we just shine and we're free and we live a life of joy and abundance and that brings him joy. But to get there, you can't go like you are now or else you would already be there. Is that making sense? Like if you're already in that place with your belief system, you would already be there in your life. So you can't go there the way you got here. There's going to have to be some changes. There's going to have to be continued expansion. There's, there's going to have to be, you know how like moms are like onions, moms and ogres. <laughs> We're like onions. <laughs> so moms and ogres, we peel off a layer and we're like, yes, I got it. I got it. Yeah, I got it. And so we're at that next level, we're thinking, yeah, like everything is working now. I understand this thing. I got it. And then we realize, oh crap, there's another level. Peel off that layer of the onion. Now I've established it. Yeah, I got it. I'm at the top of my game. I understand this whole thing. I got it. And then God exposes another level, another layer of that onion. And we keep the process going. You ain't going like that though. There's going to have to be some changes because here's what happens. Some people think that the promise of God is just going to fall into their lap. Well, if it did fall into your lap, it would probably crush you it, because you don't have what you need to have in your belief system in order to support that huge blessing that God has already set aside for you. So you've got to build up the muscles to carry the blessing, that rich, abundant blessing that God has for you. See, Jesus had to prepare for his promise. Jesus, Jesus had a huge promise over his life and he had to prepare for it. He had to go and be tested and tested and thank God, like he passed every test because he was committed to the journey. He was committed to passing the test and he knew that it was just a matter of time. I'm going to get past this test. I'm going to get past this test. 
I'm going to get past this test. He was tested with his ego, tested to see if he was humble. He was tested with his allegiance to see if he, his loyalty, his commitment. He was tested with his, in the physical, where we're tested. Like, am I going to be provided for? And he had to pass each one of those tests in order to step into his mission. And in order to step in to your promise, in order to step into that abundance in that next chapter, there's going to have to be passing some tests. You're going to have to pass some tests. So here, here's the truth. God has an abundant life for you, but you know the reality of it? You can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. The truth that you are all powerful, that God has breathed his power into you. The truth that you are self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. That's what Philippians 4.13 literally translates to be. The truth that God has um, given the whole earth to you. The truth that you have power and dominion over the enemy. The truth that you have all you need according to his riches and glory. The truth that you are unlimited. You can't handle the truth because if you can handle it, you would believe it, you would possess it and you would be walking in that, that abundance. And here's what I know to be true. The journey never stops. As soon as you think you got one thing, isn't that right? Like, isn't that right? Especially for moms. Like as soon as you think you got one thing accomplished, bam, next level. Here's why. It's not the devil tormenting you. It's God allowing you to build your skill and strengthen your power so you can step into that place of abundance that God has for you. That's why. It's not like, oh, the devil's out to get me. Well, of course he's out to get you, but he's powerless. Like, remember, guys, he's just a... He's a weenie butt. Like, remember, we already talked about Satan being a weenie butt. And so, like, he has no power. And the real enemy here is you understanding your own capacity for the blessing that God established through Jesus. So we need to build up our strength to handle the fight. Because here's the deal. If, we, if you find that you're still being tested in the same areas over and over and over, you're still being tested in your finances over and over and over. Why is it we still can't make it to the end of the month? You're still being tested with, with disease and with your body. You're still being tested in that marriage, being able to get along. You're still being tested in your home. You're still being tested with your emotional issues. Here's the deal. It is the same thing as me stepping out with my black leather skirt and my combat boots and makeup that looked like, you know, I, I need to be on a street corner somewhere. And my daddy's saying, you ain't going like that. And me saying, but I want to. My dad, because he's a man of, of diligence, will not go back on his word. I can't talk him out of it. He's like, nope, you ain't going like that. Then go back to your room and change. But here's the truth. God is a faithful God. 
and he is faithful to his covenant. You can't talk him out of his covenant. So when he says, baby girl, there's no way around this. You can't pray your way out of this. You can't weep your way out of this. You can't pout your way out of this. This is my covenant. And it says that he has established his, his, his law. Hey mama, we'll get right back to the podcast. But did you know there is an entire online university just for moms? If you're ready to get radical results in your life, just go to mommastery.com. That's M-O-M-M-A-S-T-E-R-Y.com. Make sure you check it out and take your free quiz. Again, that's mommastery.com. M-O-M-M-A-S-T-E-R-Y.com. Now back to the podcast. And he even established his word above his name. That's how important it is. So God has already given us power, dominion, authority, and he sealed the deal with the blood of Jesus. So when we're like desperate and saying, but God, God, come on, come on, yeah. When we're just pouting, it's the same thing as me saying, daddy, but I want to wear this leather miniskirt. Like all my friends are wearing it. And I really want to wear this leather miniskirt. He'd be like, girl, get your butt back to the room and change because you ain't going like that. He won't be moved from that. And our God, because he is a faithful God, will stick to that covenant. Because if he could move from his covenant, he would not be God because it says God never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, tomorrow. He is faithful. He's a man of his word. So when he says, here's the way my law works, we can't talk him out of it. We can't pray, pray ourselves out of it. It's like, it's kind of like, okay, I'm not going to tithe, but I expect God to meet all my bills because it says this word that God that, that he'll meet all my needs according to his riches. And I believe it, even though I haven't tithed, God's like, I'd love to, but you've got to operate by the law that I set in place and signed in the blood of my son, Jesus, or else his death was for nothing. He died to seal that covenant blessing so that we would have the power and authority to operate in his covenant. Get this, because it is a game changer. And we can't pray or talk or beg or plead our way out of it. It's a law. It's like we can't like, Lord, please just let me, let me, you know, be able to step off this building and float. I mean, I'm sure we, you know, I'm the supernatural law supersedes the natural law. So God can do whatever he wants. But if we're just like trying to bypass a law, we can't do that. And sometimes we try to bypass spiritual laws, which were the laws that set the physical laws in place and say, well, yeah, I know, but it doesn't really apply to me. I, let me, let me read a verse. And I think this is going to make, make it clear to you that this is a training process. We are always in training. You, you have a dream, you have a level you want to go to, you have a goal you want to achieve. But you ain't going like that. There's got to be changes inside your belief system, changes in the way, in the decisions you make, changes in the way you live your life so that you are equipped to go to the next level. Um, I was looking at some, <clears throat> some hikes because I love to be outside and 
and hiking. And by hiking, I mean, I have a Starbucks in one hand and the leash to my dog and my uh, Kate Spade backpack. And I go on half a mile through the state park. That's what I mean by hiking. But I was looking at some hikes, like things you could do on, on mountains and like um, looking, at, looking at places in like the Blue Ridge Mountain, like beautiful hikes. And I'm like, yes, like I want to do that. Like, come on, I've never done that. I want to do that. If I decided to go to like, go to Amazon or Patagonia or wherever you go to order that kind of stuff and get all the gear and then start out there, what? I wouldn't be able to make it to the top of the mountain because I haven't trained for it. And sometimes we're like, God, why isn't this breakthrough happening in my life? Why am I not seeing this miracle? Why are you not coming through for me, God? And God's like, you're not in training, baby. You want to stay where you are and have me meet you there. But here's the deal. He said, I've already done my part. Jesus said it is finished. God already did his part. Now we do our part and we operate in that covenant because here's the truth. We don't work for it. We just expand our belief system to the place where we're able to fight the good fight of faith and receive it. But that is the hardest work. That is truly the hardest work is that good fight of faith. So let me share this verse with you. By the way, I wrote down here, you can't, you can't step into a castle if you can't swim across the moat. You can quote me on that, baby. <laughs> because so many people want the castle, but the alligators in the moat scare them away. And they just sit on the other side just saying, God, I just believe you're going to deliver me to that castle. Get in there, swim across the moat, and believe that you are alligator proof. Have you ever seen those Batman, um, the old, old Batman shows like Kapow, bam, like those old, old, like doo -doo 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 Batman shows. I remember seeing one and he was, he was holding on from a helicopter and there were, he was about to be dropped into this ocean and there's all these sharks in the ocean, like all these sharks. He's like, holy shark bait, Robin. Hand me the, hand me the, what was it? Hold on. Hand me the shark repellent. Hand me the shark repellent. The bat shark repellent. So honestly, I'm not kidding. So Robin grabs the, a can. It looked like a can of hairspray. And it said bat shark repellent. And Batman, I'm not making this up. Y'all, I can't make this up. I can't make this up. I don't have that much imagination. So <laughs> actually I had the mind of Christ. I have all the imagination but this was just too good. So he grabs the aerosol bottle that had a bat logo and it said bat shark repellent. And he sprays his body. I would love to see someone find this on YouTube. He sprays his body and he falls into the ocean and the sharks all run away. So here's the deal. You're seeing this castle and you're like, I believe it. Yes, I believe my financial freedom right there. I believe that man of my dreams. Yes, the perfect marriage. I am believing, yes, for healing over my body and, and he, emotional healing, like to conquer that depression, conquer that anxiety. I believe it for deliverance of my son. Yes, Father. And then, we, and then we look in the moat and they're like, oh, but there's alligators. And we totally forget that we're covered in the blood of Jesus. That is the shark repellent. 
We already have the bat shark repellent all over our bodies. It's called the blood of Jesus, which has not only sanctified us, but made us bulletproof. So we can dive our butts into the moat and just like doggy paddle the whole way across him, you know, singing a little hymn, whistling a little tune and not worry about the alligators because they can't touch you. But if we stay where we are in fear, we never swim across the moat. We never get to the castle. We die looking at the castle saying, why didn't God deliver it? He did everything he could have done. He did. He went above and beyond. He sacrificed his only begotten son for you. You are covered. You've got this. But it's fear that keeps us waiting for some deliverance. Would the deliverance already occur 2,000 years ago? You're covered. Jump in the water. Swim across the moat and step into your castle, baby. You got this. You got this, but you've got to, you can't get there like that. You've got to have a change and how you operate and how you believe so you can actually swim across the moat. David could, I remember seeing this one thing that made me so frustrated. It was like on a church sign or something driving down the road. I think it was there. Maybe, I don't know where it was, but it said only God could, um, I might mess it up totally. Only God could take an inexperienced little boy and um, have him slay a giant. I'm like, inexperienced little boy? Are you kidding me? David looked at the giant and he said, oh, I can take him. You know why I can take him? Because with these bare hands, I have killed bears. I have killed lions to protect my sheep. Just give me some stones and a slingshot. I got this sucker. Everyone else is like, oh, there's a lion. I mean, I'm sorry. There's a giant. There's a giant. And they all scurried off like a bunch of people who didn't even have any shark repellent and ran off and hid every time Goliath would come out in the morning. David takes one look and says, why are you guys running from him? They ran from him because when they saw a bear, they ran. When they saw a lion, they ran. So their whole habit was, oh, if I'm faced with a fear, I run away. Whereas David saw a lion and yeah, he ran. He ran to the lion and killed it. David saw a bear and yeah, he ran. He ran to the bear and killed it. Yes, he saw a giant and it says in the Bible, he ran to Goliath because he knew he was bulletproof. He was covered in the blood of Jesus. And that made him well able to take out a giant because he had proven it. He got there because every single fight he fought, he didn't run from it. He faced it. He jumped into the moat. When, he, when it was time to fight the bear, you ain't going like that, baby. First, you got to fight a lion. When it was time to fight the giant, no, you, you ain't going like that. You got to fight. <laughs> you got, when it was time to go fight in the army, you ain't going like that. You got to fight the bear first. I got to prove you because you're going to have a special purpose here. Then when it was time to fight the giant, he's like, I got this. I do it every day. I, do, I eat giants like him for breakfast. Give me a break. Pour me a bowl of Wheaties. Give me a giant. I got this. That's how confident he was. So let me tell you this. 
This is Jeremiah 12, 5, and this is our verse for this whole concept of you ain't going like that. Jeremiah 12, 5. But the Lord rebukes Jeremiah's impatience. And that's what it comes down to, impatience. We want the castle. We're like, oh, I want the castle now. But you've got to learn how to swim across the moat. But I want the castle now. But you got to learn how to swim across the moat. I want to wear my leather miniskirt. You, gotta, you ain't going like that. Go back to your room and change. But I want to wear my leather miniskirt. Go back to your room and change. Impatience. We have to. It's a process. And we have to go through the process. There's no shortcuts. You have to get the training. But for the Lord rebukes Jeremiah's impatience, saying, if you have raced with men on foot and they have tired you out, then how can you compete with horses? And if you take to flight in the land of peace where you feel secure, then what will you do when you tread the tangled maze of jungle haunted by lions in the swelling and flooding of the Jordan? And he's saying, you complain and you run away even in times of peace. You get tired just running with men and you think you can compete with horses and you think you can accomplish this. You ain't going like that. We got to have some changes because if you want to compete with horses, then you better learn how to win when you're competing against men. You've got to win that trial. You've got to work through that process so you can go on to the next one and the next one. But you ain't going like that. You don't have the strength. You don't have the patience. You don't have the humility yet. Do this current battle. Do this one battle. When, whenever you're struggling and when you're not seeing the results, think to yourself, what is the last thing God told me to do that maybe I wasn't obedient in? And then move on from there. Go back, do that, because that was a test. And you were being trained. That was a giant, that was a bear that you had to kill so you could move on to the giant. That was a man you had to race against so you could race against a horse. So go back. Because I want you, I want you to think about this. Just think about a few of these scenarios and see if any of these apply to you. If you let a rude comment from your spouse destroy your peace, what are you going to do when the heat is really turned up? When it's time, when you have a, like a, a crisis on your hands and you two have to hold up together? What are you going to do then? If you let one rude comment destroy your peace, what are you going to do when there's a crisis that you two have to face together? And if you can't, if you can't tithe on $6,000, why would God trust you with $6 million? If you can't tithe on $6,000, it's a test. Why would, if you, if you run away from a bear, why would he put you in the, the arena with a giant? If you won't jump into the moat, why would he, why, why, what makes you think you can walk into the castle? If you let a load of laundry overwhelm you, if you let a load of laundry overwhelm you, how are you going to build your dream home? Okay. How are you going to do that? If you can't say no to a cookie, how are you going to say no to cancer? How are you going to rebuke that if you can't rebuke a cookie? It's the, the, the battle is right in front of you. Always. It's the small things that lead to the bigger things that lead to the biggest things. And then we're walking into the castle. But if you keep, you will keep fighting the same battles 
until you finally learn the strategies and you finally build the strength to overcome them and move on to the next level. You can't get to the castle if you're scared to swim through the moat. You can't do it. You ain't going like that. So what has to change? You've got mighty places to go, mama. What's gonna change? What is the battle? What is the battle that's right in front of you? What is the training ground that's right in front of you? That's, that's where the real battle is. And you keep fighting off those sharks. You keep fighting off those alligators. You keep swimming, even though you're scared, you keep swimming. You're gonna step into your castle, but things have got to change now so you can get where you're going. Because girl, you ain't going like that. Are you ready to get radical results in your life? I can give you the jumpstart you need for massive success as a mom. In fact, I've got that mom show starter kit right here with your name on it, girl, and I wanna give it to you absolutely free. Just go to thatmomshow.com or text the word KIT, K-I-T, to 345-345. That's the word KIT to 345-345. That Mom Show Starter Kit comes with my best-selling time management program for moms, Squeeze the Day, my guided faith-based Master Mom Meditation, and a printable copy of the Master Mom Manifesto. Print that baby out, say it every day, just watch what happens. That Mom Show Starter Kit's valued at over $300, but I want you to have it for free. Just go to thatmomshow.com or text the word KIT, that's K-I-T, to 345-345. Again, text KIT to 345-345. I'll talk with you later.